I don't believe it. That's Clone Force 99. This is Wrecker, Hunter, Echo, Tech, and Crosshair. Obviously, we are different. We're all you're getting. Ha! We're all you need! They call themselves the Bad Batch. Experimental Unit Clone Force 99. The defective clones with the uh, desirable mutations. This is one meeting I don't want to miss. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Dad Batch Podcast, Episode 8. My name is Steven Schultz, and I am your host in the pilot seat this evening. And of course, with us, as always, the other Dad Batchers, your space daddies. First up, from the sandy beaches of Diego, he's on the lookout for some Sour Patch zombies. It's Joe Lara. I need to get some of those. Everybody's been hitting me. On Instagram, go get oh. those Sour Patch Zombies. That's real? Yes. Oh, it's real. I thought it was just being funny. Okay. No, no, no. So Do last year, like death? <laughs> last year was was uh, Sour Patch Frankensteins. They had like little bolts coming out the neck. and oh. Yeah, so now it's zombies, but I'm going to get some. Dude, I'm doing well. That's a long intro and a long way to say I'm doing well. <laughs> <laughs> How was your it week, was man? It was good because I got to see this boy, John, right here. Um, on the weekend, anytime I get to see one of you guys, it's good, right? Um, went to Scum and Villainy. I had never been to this to this cantina, this this place, this establishment where they serve libations and other refreshments, and uh, and it's on Hollywood. It has this reputation of you know st- everything Star Wars, right? But in a bar. And I said, I'm going to themed bar, space themed bar. It's a fandom bar now. Yeah, yeah, but there's definitely heavy Star it's Wars. It's very Star Wars. Yeah, it's very right. Star it's Wars. it's I would say 80, 20 Star Wars. Anyways, being safe. I'm if I'm going to go, I'm going to go all out. Right. I don't do anything half ASS. So I walked in in full TK and I said, John, full TK brother. So we went and we, we it was it was pretty cool because because I mean that reception was kind of cool when we walked in every. <laughs> Yeah, how was it? So, you, so, 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 you, the two of you are in full TK, and were you guys with anyone? We were. Uh, my uh, my beautiful bride was uh, a full Fennec Shand, and then we met up with uh, BK Brittany. Uh, she had a Ursa Ren full get up, and so we went four deep into that place. And as soon as we walked in, everybody's like mouth dropped, and they're like applause. And yeah, uh, we got like an ovation. That no one stood up, but it was like a clapping. Sick. Everyone's already clapping, well, and like some people are standing already. They were, yeah, st- yeah. yeah they were stumbling too. But <laughs> it was awesome. it was good energy, man. Like I, they weren't expecting that. I mean, it's a bar. It's got this cool theme. Full, full blown costumes walking. Well, in. back in the day, we used to dress up there all the time, and I'm not sure what changed. Like the mood changed a bit, and uh, now a lot of people don't, but. It's it's you know always encouraged like JC. I'm doing it again. I'm yeah. doing it again. We, and, and we, we got to meet Mando's. Kiefer. Mando's we got to meet Kiefer and Anna, and uh, they were there as well, which is really cool. Yeah, to hang we out. brought uh, my and daughter Harvey was there, too. there when she was like 
11 or 12. Yeah. <laughs> multiple times. Multiple times. They'd always go, oh, yeah, she needs to leave by like nine. But it would be like. You guys are good parents. You got it. You're under control. <laughs> Dude, she was eating. She was eating uh, tater tots, like running around in a Java costume, having a blast. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I still have my you coin. Have one. I do too. When they first I do too. Coin. I, yeah. You get, you get yeah, a discount. Um, JC yeah. who owns the place. I, I guess you know you uh-huh. get a you get a discount. I have it. Yeah. I have the first two coins uh, coin? somewhere. I got a, I I'll give you one, Joe. I, I have two. I'll give you one. Ooh, yes, yeah. yes. All right. Well, that's cool, man. I next time that you're that you're going, give me more advance notice and absolutely. Next up, he's more machine than man. But he won't let you valet his car. <laughs> it's Rainy Shannon. This, this is true. That will haunt me. Um, <laughs> hello. <laughs> Thank you for the intro. Crosshair doesn't um, let his car get valeted either. So. Yeah. Neither not, does Hunter, but I've never, hey. never been a fan. It's just, <laughs> it, it's, it happened to Echo. So, yeah. Yeah. So, um, last Thursday had the. Uh, had the privilege of getting the opportunity to go see the first three episodes of Andor. I think we're going to get into that maybe a little bit later. Um, and then on Saturday, um, had a troop. And, and uh, so I get there and I was doing my uh, best scar version of, of Din Djarin. So the book, the book of Boba Fett. So got to the troop, got all kitted up. I have, I have a little bit of a routine that I, that I go through where at the end um, right before I put my gauntlets and gloves on, I'll get my helmet out and set it somewhere because once the gloves are on, it's a little hard to like go digging in a bin or, or a bag or whatever. So I, I am, I got everything lined up on the table and I turned to go get the helmet and realized I'd never even packed it. It's oh, not no. there. And, and I'm, <laughs> that's why you didn't have your helmet on in the picture that's I saw. A- <laughs> I'm a solid two, two hours away from, from home. So there's no way I'm like, gonna, and like, everybody's like, Oh, just go to target and get one of the black series ones. I'm like, good luck with that because I, I've never even seen one in real life, let alone been able to go get one. Um, and, and what was funny is I had, I had my, uh, the helmet here that I got. So I had that, but there was no way that I could, like, it wasn't trimmed out or anything. I, so the, I, it was, I pulled out a, a silver Sharpie and started drawing on it just to see what would happen. But there was no way I was going to get, get it ready in time. <laughs> um, and so everybody at the troop was like, who cares? It's like, we're in the middle of nowhere. Nobody's going to care. Like you're, you still look like the Mandalorian anyways. And I'm like, ah, and so, so I'm outside in the parking lot, kind of mulling it over. And there's this, um, they had golf carts. It was a parade. So they had golf carts. They were driving people back and forth to the start of the parade with. And uh, they had balloons on them. And one of the balloons had flown off of the golf cart and was bouncing around the parking lot. It just so happened to be a silver balloon. So just being a smart aleck, I went into my truck and I got a black Sharpie and I drew the little T-visor onto the balloon. <laughs> and I had it I had it under my arm and I come walking back into the room. I'm like, I'm ready. Let's do this and that. Oh, and man. everybody's like, and, and, and and I'm like, don't think I won't march that entire parade route with this balloon in my arm, and uh, and half the people at the parade probably wouldn't even know the difference. And so we're we're True. outside we're outside waiting for a bus to come to pick us up to take us because the parade route started at the other end of the the, the road, and uh, and there was this kid chasing a couple balloons around that that were his that had fallen off of the thing, and and I tried to get one. I used, I had the dark saber with me. I tried to use that to kind of bounce it up in the air so that I could catch it and, and hand it to him. And then one of them popped. <laughs> and then one of the other customers tried to pick the other one up and the second one popped. And when the second one popped, the kids, the look on the kid's face was just like, Defeated. he was like, I mean, it's like this 12 year old kid and he's trying to sit there and figure out if it's cool enough 
to cry in front of these flowers <laughs> because like you could tell like he was like it hit crushed. Him. and so i held up the one that had the oh, t-visor drawn on it and i'm like and i mouth i'm like want this one and that and he's like yeah 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 yeah. so i, yeah. I gave him that one and he was stoked he was running around showing oh, everybody I, look, I got the mandalorian's <laughs> balloon and I, so, so i wouldn't have had that story if i hadn't have forgotten my helmet so in hindsight it was all worth it because that was a pretty cool little moment love that story <laughs> that's so cool <laughs> so the, yeah, the picture cool. on bouncing around on facebook with me holding the balloon that was that was the balloon I guess I should. I guess I should post that to Instagram. And those stories happen at troops all the time. I mean, not like that exactly, but tr- awesome stories happen at troops all the time. Yeah, yeah. But I will never live down forgetting my helmet ever. That's the worst <laughs> feeling ever. <laughs> the worst. Well, you are a Mandalorian no more. Damn. I guess You're I gotta watch. The, season, I gotta watch season three to figure out how to get back in, in the uh, <laughs> the baths. You gotta bathe in the waters of. Oh. Mandalore, <laughs> Lake Mandalore, Lake, Lake Mandalorian. <laughs> All right. Next up, he loves Chrome. <laughs> it's Chrome member John Rodriguez. How are you, buddy? Um, my week was quite eventful. Uh, like Ramy mentioned, we went to see Andor, the Andor premiere, which was rad. Um. Yeah, we'll get into that later. Um, worked a bit, painted some stuff here. Um, uh, I, I wanted to give a quick shout out to uh, David Neff, uh, Meganeth66 on Instagram. Uh, he makes these really cool helmet stands here. Uh, for people that are watching on the video, you can see this Bad Batch one here. Oh, that's rad. Yeah. So cool. So cool. Pretty Stainless neat. steel, right? Think, yeah, it's yeah. like is steel. It, and yeah, it's is, super. Is the crazy. skull with the 99, is that acrylic or is that steel no, too? It's Stainless steel. Also, yeah. Wow. It's like yeah. jet, water jet cut. I think. They're legit. He, I remember he yeah. brought them to you guys at Celebration and they're they yeah. so sick. <laughs> nice. I have three of them now. They're, they're awesome. But um, he's doing uh, like a charity thing. He, he's selling off the, the remainder of his stock and, and all of the proceeds are going to charity. So. If you guys uh, want to check out the helmet stands are awesome. So it's a win-win for you. They're beautiful. Um, yeah, they're awesome. So uh, right on, check it, check them out. And uh, yeah, and my week was good. Uh, yeah, uh, worked Andor, and uh, hung out with Joe and yeah, you know. Butt cheeks, John, butt cheeks. <laughs> what is that? What? <laughs> the parking lot. Oh yeah. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, Joe apparently is a uh, goes commando a lot. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, dude, you didn't even say that. <laughs> well, you know, it, it happened. Uh, now this week's episode is going to have the e tag on it. <laughs> Explicit content. <laughs> no, yeah. Thank you everybody for listening to the Dad Batch podcast. <laughs> That's our last episode. Does it for us this evening? <laughs> Thank you. Good night. No, no, yeah, and like Joe said, we dressed up as stormtroopers and uh, and. <laughs> I uh, accidentally brought my thick undersuit, Oof. which is like a like the, you know the one from Trooper Bay. It's like like uh, a thicker cotton sort of. Yeah. 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 yeah, it's it's made for the winter. It's not made for well. It's it's hot. It's hot. It's hot. So yeah, so I, I I lasted like an hour because I was just dripping sweat. I'm like, man, it's so hot in here. And we were just standing there, and he's like, I'm fine. And I'm like, oh man, you're wearing your neoprene. Like, I'm wearing Under- this man thick cotton suit thing. I'm like drenched. I'm like, I gotta change out, dude. Um, but then I was able to like video him and the rest of the homies walking out. So 
That's cool. That was cool. It was a good time, man. I'm definitely yeah. going to do it again. It was fun. We should do Mandos or something, or you know. Oh yeah, do Mandos. Then you can take your sick. helmet off and and also, man, you know. that makes me miss. We've had some good times there. Roll out, it's buddy. Been fun. Come on yeah, no problem. I'll be right there. <laughs> Eventually, a weekend. You got to come visit. <laughs> yeah. Next up, he taught Boba Fett all about the quaktas and the stifflings. He's got another toothpick. It's Dad Bane himself. <laughs> Dad Bane! Brian Cook. Oh, I was going to get a toothpick out. Uh, How are you, sir? I'm good. I'm good. I, I actually, um, before I forget, I wanted to, I mean, I'm sure everyone has this story, but forgetting something at a troop. So I saw a picture of that troop, and I saw Raimi, and he was like on the side, and everyone's in costume, and here's Raimi like, with no helmet on. I'm like, what is he wearing? And I was like zooming in, like making the picture bigger, and I'm like, he has dinner on, and he's not wearing a helmet. Like that's an interesting look. <laughs> I don't even look like Din, so it's like that's, that's so like, it's, it's not going to work. It was funny you forgot your helmet. But I love the story of the balloon, but I did the same thing one time. I went to a troop, and I was Vader, Oof. and I forgot my chest box, <laughs> and I literally was like, I can't do it. <laughs> sorry, and it was the same thing. I was like an hour and a half from home. I was like, it's just sorry, Darth Vader. Dude, and certain that was characters like, cannot. Cannot miss anything. Yeah. yeah. Can't go out and Vader without a chess box. No. You're like the dude and you're missing like one of the biggest pieces. And I was the like, most iconic. Everybody's seen it. You can't. I guess that. I'm wrangling. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> like, <laughs> but that was a bummer. Um, I, I know. I know how you feel because I did the uh, I did the Disneyland parade. Um, what was that? Yeah. Like five yeah, years there. ago, yeah. six years ago. And 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 I show I brought my Plo Koon to do the parade oh, and I'm getting suited up. I was getting suited up and then I'm like looking around for my Jedi cloak. And that's when I realized I had left it at, at home two oh. hours away. Was that day one or day so, two? That was day oh, two. That was when I, that so was when super I was sad. Super that was sad. when I was in Vader. So I was in yeah. the front. Sorry. You were in the back and know what was going on. But I got to make a lot of friends with Disney people yeah. that night, so that was cool. Those were, dude, those were fun. We're going to have to talk about that one sometime. So the advice would um, be for anybody that's going to troop, make a checklist. Oh, dude. Just it's it's going to happen. <laughs> I mean, it's going to happen. Um, but other than that, I'm good. Um, uh, my wife, Tori, Death Watch Girls, she was in California visiting her parents for a few days. So I was on full dad mode for the past week. Um, it was cool. Got to do a f- bunch of fun stuff with Levi which was rad. Um, she's been learning to drive. So I've been cruising around with her a little bit, having her drive us both to school so I could drive home. So that was cool. Speaking um, of, um, of doing dad stuff, like, I mean, I, I'm sure you've all experienced this. There's certain things that our kids will do with us that they won't do with our spouses. Yep. And yeah. just con- whether it's conversations, whether it's activities, yeah. like well, I know when, when they were younger, I would, I would come home from work and I'm exhausted. But as soon as I got to, you know, walked in the door there, I'm the jungle gym now. They, now they just want to jump on you. Right. Uh, there's certain things they do with you and it's just kind of cool. Right. To have that. Yeah. Yeah. It's always, it's always a good time to have some one-on-one time. For so. sure. Yeah. But yeah, that was it. And then here we are. My son who's in kindergarten, he got his first ever um, birthday invitation. Oh, nice. Invite birthday party yeah. yeah birthday party invite and so like you know he he didn't want to open it it had a um a seal on the back all super fancy and so like he didn't want to open it until he came home he wanted to open it with us 
And then so we open it and the itinerary on this thing is like eight hours long. And, and there's like, there's like activities broken up for every 30 minutes. And I'm like, uh, I don't remember this being the birthday parties when I was a kid, when I was a kid, it was like, show up and there's pizza, (laughs) bring a gift and a pinata, right? Yeah, it was. It, we yeah, didn't have yeah. bouncy houses when we were little. It was pinatas. Was like pinatas was as fancy as it got. Yeah, <laughs> yep. I think my co- my cousin got a bouncy house, but I didn't. One of the one of the cool things about this party though is that it's a costume contest oh, party. Are you gonna wear Predator or? You- <laughs> <laughs> That's in the bag then. Done. <laughs> so we we always like raise our kids to be better than us, right? <laughs> so I, as soon as I see, as soon as I'm reading this out, and I said, "Ooh, costume contest." I was like, I'm going to wear Vader and I'm going to kill everybody. My son says, dad, contests aren't always Ooh. about winning. You chewed that wisdom. Wow. And I was like, I was like, I looked at him with like pride for a, for a moment. And then I said, shut up. Son. Yes, they are. So you're going to dress him up as predator or how's that going to work? I don't, I don't know. But I was, I was proud. I was, I was proud of him in that moment. So that Very was kind of cool. That's nice. Um, thank you again everybody for tuning into the podcast if you'd like to interact with us more follow us at dadbatchpod on instagram and of course check out our t-shirts and merchandise at thedadbatch.com gentlemen you know what's up this garbage is nothing like clone armor looks a little tight on you old man Yeah, at least I know how to wear it. That's right, everybody. It's time for the weekly workbench. All right, guys, who is working on what? I uh, painted a uh, feral predator. I think it was last week. I don't don't know if we spoke about it or not, Um, but did did we talk about that? No, right? I don't think so. I I know. I I made a guess that it was going to be in a certain (laughs) Well, yeah. I'm just saying. I love and I thought it was obvious, but you considered chroming well, it. Oh, okay, okay. So yeah, okay, yeah, we haven't spoken about it again yet. Yeah. So yeah, I, I did end up chroming it. Uh, <laughs> like I said, I wasn't going to do, and then I sort of said I might. Um, yeah. I love chrome, but it was just because it, it was already there and it was getting covered up. Most of it was getting because you just anyway. got aluminum. You're just laying around, just buckets of it, just sitting I actually, on the floor, I like used, wherever. I didn't use aluminum. I used uh, shrapnel, which is like yeah. a a more dull, less mirrored chrome. Um, but I, I just had it out and I figured I'm like, ah, let's just see what it looks like. And it looked cool, but I, uh, I, I ended up painting over most of it and, um, finished it. Uh, um, yeah. And, um, I'm right now I'm working on some chest armors. Uh, one is for me, maybe, I don't know. Cause I, I don't know, but one of them is for my buddy. I love those colors you chose. Those yeah. Colors you chose uh, the, the blue and yellow ones going to my buddy, John, uh, sabers forever. Um, Oh, that, cool. that that you get oh, okay yeah he's, yeah he's, 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 he's building a, a mando and i'm helping him out a little bit um right. but nice. i messed up the other one i painted that was red and and like sort of like gray or whatever i tried to weather it and didn't realize that the paint i used had reducer in it and it just kind of like started rubbing the paint off and like Ooh. taking it off so i was like crap so i just took all the paint off from everything and redid it up to the metallic so i'm gonna leave it and maybe mess with it tomorrow and i oh i worked on my hair i got a haircut <laughs> I mean that's part of the workbench for sure. Yeah. That's a that's that's an aggressive <laughs> that definitely haircut the for you too. I don't think I've seen your hair that do you, short. Do you lay it on? Have? 
do you lay it on the rubber and you, and you get an exacto knife and you just kind of yeah, just you know, cut around it yeah so when do you chrome it we'll see i have to gloss it first we'll see how it comes out <laughs> floby remember floby was a vacuum attachment have you ever considered like gi joe cosplay because you could be a good destro um He's all chrome, yeah. dude. Oh, Sergeant yeah. Slaughter Whoa. with what he's got going on right now. <laughs> <laughs> right now, Sergeant Slaughter. Yeah. Just needs the sunglasses, yeah, yeah. right? But no. Some aviators, no. you're good. None of that. But yeah. Sweet. That's it. I can I can go. I can go next. Go for it. So I posted on the Instagram. <laughs> but I finished <laughs> this. Beautiful. Describe it for our listeners. It's uh, Stormbreaker, the the real one, not the one that gets talked to. (laughs) But I'm so I'm so stoked on how this came out. Um, This actually, like, I generally kind of rush through builds. Uh, I'm just trying to get stuff done as soon as possible. But um, this had some challenges and obstacles that I had to get through um, that I was pretty stoked on how I was able to address those problems. And then uh, that rust paint that I was talking about last week, uh, it just came out so awesome in here. And it was just more of, like I said, my plan of how I was going to cover up some crappy 3D printing (laughs) that I didn't want to sand. And um Interesting enough, I watched Love and Thunder again, unfortunately. But uh, in the very beginning, when he plants Stormbreaker in the ground, Stormbreaker is all like rusted and like in in all the cracks. It's like weathered, like it's seen some seen some some stuff. So, um, super stoked on how it came out. Um, so just wanted to show it off a little bit here. It's heavy. It's I don't know. It's awesome. I probably need a Thor cosplay now, but that's a different story. Um, <laughs> I've been resin printing BD one um, for Levi, my daughter, and it's I'm almost completely done with all the parts. It's looks phenomenal because I resin printed it. I did have to shrink it down to ninety percent. I'm not going to show any of the pieces. It's almost done. Um, you know, God, resin printing so awesome. Thank you, John. Um, the 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 supports <laughs> are so easy to clean up. Uh, and it was cool because I told Levi, I was like, all right, you're going to help, help me sand these because it's so simple. You just sand off those little little the points, nubs. yeah, the little nubs, and it's super easy. Yeah. They come off so easy. And she was like, yeah, I'll, I'll help you. So she kind of wants – she has like a custom colorway when she was playing Fallen Order that she wants to paint it a certain way. So she already has the paint concept. So as soon as um, I'm done printing, which I'm – like I think the last thing is on the printer right now. Um, really looking forward to painting that because I 3d printed it or because I resin printed it. And then I did, uh, uh, FDM for the, for the head. So the head would be lighter and then the whole bottom half mm-hmm. is heavy. Uh, and that came out pretty well. And I sanded that more than I usually do because it wasn't that big. And I felt like Joe, I was sitting there with my one inch squared piece of sandpaper, <laughs> just sanding it. <laughs> so there, are, there are some there are some lines, but not where you kind of where they should be. So it's not it's not that that crazy. So I'm super excited to start working on that six yeah. foot rule and uh, work on that with Levi. And then um, I've been sitting on this is from Crossfire Props. 
it's a uh, realistic like Bo-Katan uh, blaster that I had originally had bought for Levi for um, Star Wars Celebration uh, for her custom Mando. Just didn't get to it in time, and it's been sitting on my workbench. I finally glued it together. Um, it's a amazing kit. He's definitely printing with a smaller nozzle size than me, so the detail is like super clean. Um, the price was right, and it's funny. I, I do, you know, even though I have my own three D printer, I do purchase um, props from different makers sometimes, just because. I don't want to put a bigger nozzle on my on my printer or I think someone has a really nice file. Uh, so uh, I, I like it when I do that. And I kind of feel like John because John's always buying like things from other people. Um, and well, yeah, I don't have my, my print. None of my printers work. So <laughs> yeah, right. Now, choice. But, yeah. <laughs> um, crossfire props. I mean, this is a great I want to say this thing was like 30 bucks or something like Dude, that. And it that's was who I got my kit. That's who I got my predator mask from. Yeah, yeah. Same, same like this Andrew. kit was like, it was like thirty bucks, and it, it was a bunch of pieces with like a QR code to instructions, and you just CA glue it together. I mean, it's it's really nice. So uh, it's not going to need very much sanding. Not that I do that anyways, but um, yeah. Oh, and I'm working on something else for Omega, but I don't want to talk about it. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I've been printing too. Um, last week I said I uh, I didn't have a, a phase one animated helmet. And so I made it and it's, it felt kind of like it was kind of big, right? But when I measure it to, um, is it Atlas Co? Is, is he the guy that makes yeah. um, it? He's yeah, a really yeah. good maker. Yeah. He does cast, yeah. And so I have the, the phase one realistic. And when I when I put them side by side, they're they're about the same size. It, it actually is okay, but I think what caught me off guard was the, the how it flares that's out animated, the yeah. animated yeah. flares out. But but the size is the size is pretty good. Put and, it on. Uh, so I was kind of worried, man. This thing's too big. Yeah, put it on. Let's see it. So I used to have a Phase One Commander Gree, and the helmet is substantially bigger than than what you think. Like it it flares out. That's the yeah, style of it. So. It's, it's that looks pretty big, job. actually. Though. But 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 it's, <laughs> it's proportionate if you have like armor on him. Yeah, yeah. He's it, it got his armor on the shoulders. Yeah, it's true. Buck out. It's true. Yeah, but that's realistic. Realistic is different. So, but it's fun to 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 print one. And I didn't have one. And I mean, that's the beauty. When when the printer's working, printer, you better print. print. And so, right now, right over my shoulder, I'm doing another Mando chest plate. I saw John working on one, and I felt like my current one is a little too big, and it is. For my liking, so I'm, I just downsized it a little bit. I don't know what percentage. I just kind of eyeballed it. And uh, and yeah, so that's on the printer right now. And, uh, you know, that's what you can do. You can make your own stuff easily. So. Uh, don't say easily. <laughs> it doesn't have to be good. It's just it's easy to make. <laughs> on Saturday, I uh, spent most of the day helping a friend work on her uh, TK. So... Uh, she had to, had the opportunity to try a TK on, not isn't in the five hundred first at all. She's in the other clubs, but um, had had tried someone else's TK on and kind of fell in love with it. So ordered one, got one, um, helping her get it kind of sized out and trimmed out, and, and kind of all the pieces 
cut and trimmed and, and sized to fit her. Because you know, if you just build these things where the lines are, you get, you're walking around basically with a bunch of bamboo wind chimes on, and you just <laughs> that's my favorite part is making kits fit people. Yeah, and, I love it. And so if you if you if you take the time to make it fit, and and you have to kind of think about the big picture when you're sizing this piece, you have to know how it's going to line up to the next piece down, and so that it doesn't because um, people's people's bodies are not always uniform, and yet you still want this thing to look yeah. like a TK when it's done. So. Um, that that was fun. It, it had been a while since I'd worked on a TK. So I mean, I know. Steve, but once you Steve make a TK, to, yeah. Once you make a TK, it, I feel like because that was the first thing I built, and then everything else after. Oh, yeah, was it? Because I was it's, in the process of building Vader. It's like makes everything so much easier. And, and then when you do another one, it's easy. It's, it's a rite like, of passage hard. too. At least yeah, for a five first, right? And 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 yeah. the in this day and age where it's not that difficult to just kind of buy something that's already done. The you're earning respect by building it and and understanding that that process too. So I love that kit so much, man. Um, I love it. Working on a, a new helmet, so look at this. I actually modified this is heavily modified, but working on this for my kind of custom denizen character. So um, the yeah. files were from uh, a maker, yes. uh, Jake the Maker Shop on Etsy. Um, I just like I like the style. It's very reminiscent of kind of the original Ralph McQuarrie like that you can see over my shoulder in the video. Um, so it's, it's got that Ralph McQuarrie concept where it's got the little mouth breather down here instead of the, the full T visor. And this one's got, now I, I actually asked this one wouldn't work for the Mando Mercs because there's not enough of this vertical section on the visor. It has to, it has, would have to come down farther. Um, and the, but what I did do is I, I, I cut all of this out of the files so that when I printed it, that wouldn't be there. And I'm going to, the original model had sort of a, a ribbed, pattern that went down along here. I'm going to kind of replicate that, but with fabric. So it's going to look like um, somebody took like the sleeve off of a snow speeder pilot. You know, it's got that ribbed kind of quilted fabric down the sleeve. Right. It's going to be orange and it's going to look just like that was inserted inside here. And then I'm going to, I'm going to use the same stuff that, that Brian got to, to make the rust. And I'm just going to make this thing look like it's about 300 years old, just been sitting in the right. dirt for years. <laughs> so, so this Mando found Ponda Baba's arm on the floor Yes. Took the sleeve out, that's, and he made it his his uh, helmet liner. I love it. Dude. <laughs> it kind of just writes it after itself. It, it was like, I'll take that. <laughs> that's awesome, Ramy. So, um, worked a little bit on the uh, the Din helmet. So, um, when I got just, I don't know if if our listeners know, but like when you get these cast helmets, like. The visor needs to be cut out. Um, you know, you need to kind of clean up. I went and trimmed out the key, key slots on the back, even though I don't think I was supposed to, but of course, whatever. Um, it's just about ready to go. I just need to kind of go through and uh, and do a wet sand on it, and then it'll be ready for black and gloss and chrome. I've got a little molester sitting out there waiting to go. Nice. So nice. That's where I'm at. So I have a uh, I have that exact helmet. Um, but this has been finished and painted by Alpha Ignition <laughs> nice. um, in Lester and 2K. And it's actually weathered, uh, which is kind of cool. It's lightly weathered. You did a very good job on this, Thanks, John. Dude. Thank you. Um, the crappy part is as soon as I brought it home and I was looking for a spot for it on the shelf, I have no <laughs> spot for it. So it, it's just been sitting on my desk. I don't just know what to do with it now. <laughs> that's the worst. That's the worst. I had Stormbreaker just like leaning up against the thing. <laughs> Tori came home from California. She's like, 
is that where that's living? I'm all, I don't know where to put it. <laughs> she was like, you should you should have had it mount just temporary like, temporarily. You should have had it mounted <laughs> mounted over the bed or something. Yeah. <laughs> she owned a gallery. Extra holes in the wall are not permitted. So, <laughs> but she gave me a nice home for it. Just carry, so. carrying it around the house all day in your house coat. Just, I also was able to uh, score, thanks to my boy Tech over here, the super limited edition Obi-Wan Kenobi lightsaber set from D23. However, however, Tech didn't go to D23. He happened to be at Disneyland the morning that that the the downtown Disney store was selling the extras oh, that didn't no sell it. Way. So that's what you had him so, pick up. Oh. So thank you, my brother. I saw the thank box you. behind you and was wondering how that's you picked it. that up. Yeah. So I, I will say like, if you've ever been to Vegas and you're like, Oh, I can walk to that hotel. It's just right down the block. It, it's not that far. And then you start walking to that hotel and you realize I think I've been walking for that's that Disney mistake. <laughs> that is Disney. So I, uh, I, I went inside the park, went to Galaxy's Edge, looked at the sabers, and they're like, oh, "We don't have that box here." I'm like, "Huh? Can you call the outpost?" Because then I saw, I finally saw Stevens. Uh, post and he was, and, you know, we were just talking. Actually, it wasn't a post. This is a message. And he's like, dude, it's at the outstation or the uh, in the old the Rainforest Cafe. Yeah, yeah, the old Rainforest the Cafe. Other in, in side West. of the Disney property. <laughs> On the other side of the Disney property. And so that, luckily they called and they're like, yeah, they have some, but you probably want to go like now. And I'm looking at Kim, <laughs> and I'm like, okay. And then it's so... a big giant box, dude. <laughs> So so we we make it there, and there's a there's all there's not too crazy of a line, and there's like maybe like two or three people in front of us, and they're all going after that box, all of them. They know exactly what they're going for, and I'm looking at four boxes, and I'm seeing two people in front of me, and I'm like, I'm gonna get one, I'm gonna get one, and they won't let anybody buy more than one, which is great. And so I get that second to the last one, right? And and I'm like, score. And then I'm like, I don't want to hold this thing because yeah. this thing's like pretty freaking the heavy. Giant box. Right? And it's 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 fifth it's it's two foot it's two foot squared and it's fifteen pounds. <laughs> yeah, yeah it, which is I mean, over time it, it, well, it you're gets Disney, heavy, you're right? walking so, around. What are you gonna do with it? <laughs> I'm gonna walk at this thing, right? So I'm like, okay, well, I could go to the parking lot, but but then I know Stephen was saying, hey, we can exchange it. He can come to Disneyland, and like, okay, well. Uh, but I do know that inside Galaxy's Edge at the at the Droid Depot, you can store things if purchased the same day. And I called, and they said, "Yes, we still do that." Amazing! So then you awesome. walked back. So all Kim and I, the way. No, we got on the tra- we got on the tram. We got on the tram because it's right there, right? So the tram took us over into the park, and we wa- we didn't have to walk too too far, but we saw to walk. Got to the tram by like what? Um, Auto Autotopia, and then walk through the park, went That's to Galaxy's bad. Edge, go to the bo- Droid Depot. I wait in this line, wait like maybe 15 minutes to get to the line. And they're like, um, sir, because that's limited edition, we can't hold it here. I'm like, wait, wait, excuse me? Wait, wh- wh- what's the difference? Well, if, if it goes missing, it can't be replaced. I'm like, wait, first of all, if it goes missing, that means you have poor security. Like what? 
do you have a, is there a theft problem like what, what, sir we just can't it's a liability so now my option is hold it all day or go to the car Dude. Oh my god. I, I looked at Kim and dude, I said, I like Steven so much right now. And uh, <laughs> Hey Steven, I know what you should do with that Mandalorian oh. helmet. <laughs> should just no, 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 no. No, no. No, but but dude, I was looking at my watch. I'm like, all this walking, all this like, oh my gosh, how much time am I chewing? But I'm like, but but the way Kim and I do here's 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 the difference. Kim and I do Disney. We go yeah, all day, do. so it's not like yeah, I'm yeah, missing yeah. anything. We shut the park down. It was just a little bit of walking. So I said, Kim, find a nice spot, chill, because I can walk faster than you. She's got like no gate in her walk, <laughs> so I I go all the way back to my car. That was about two. That was a two. Put hour it in there. Let's be honest. It took a, a hour, it, it took about an hour and a half. I am yeah. so sorry, dude. I didn't know. Oh my god! <laughs> and then Stephen, and then you're like, "Hey, dude, let's just figure out the cash." And then, like, no, no, Stephen, we're good. <laughs> we, we'll do, we'll do it later. Do yes. it later. He's like, "I gotta okay. eat and drink a bunch of water." Stephen, Stephen, owes Tech yeah. some uh, some sushi, and we'll That's, come up with yeah. Come up with no, no, no. But you've you've you got know, you've got an like an unlimited supply of Sour Patch Kids <laughs> coming your way, man. I, I know, dude. I it's all good. Though. Like at the end of the day, at the end, I'm glad you get it, and you're and you're one of the few that have it. And dude, oh, and you didn't even tell me because they're they're numbered, right? They're numbered out of three thousand. Yeah, Bro, they're numbered. You didn't even tell me I got sixty nine. No way. So so they so they they said the box might be labeled, but you need to look at the actual sabers, and the number on the sabers is the real number. So there's a number on there, but it is I know, numbered. I know when um, Galaxy's Edge first opened, I was with somebody who got John a uh, the Grievous. No, I'm sorry. Uh, the no, um, the, uh, the Jedi the Jedi Temple Guard mask. The Jedi Temple Guard and that box was huge. I didn't and know it was that turns, big. Yeah, fucking carrying the thing around. Dude, Ramy has those, right? <laughs> well, yeah, box, he has a costume. The box was like 24 dude, by 24. The box is ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> and we were carrying it around. It's, the oh, there it is. All day. Yes, I love that costume the so box much. For that thing was ridiculous. Dude. Those that can't see, Ramy's sporting. The, the Temple old, Guard, yeah, an awesome guard. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ooh, that's, yeah. So that's a really good. Story. That was my oh, first Father's Day present. That that Temple Guard mask. That's right. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah I remember. Thanks, this. thanks for yes. carrying that for me. I did. The moral of the story. I love now you. Now that you mentioned that Father's Day thing, I Thank remember you, bro. that. Yeah. <laughs> um. Let's see. I also. Uh. I started. So. So back in the day, I used to have a a three D printing business, which which I still do. Uh. Some stuff on the side, but I have some droids, some uh, some droid kits on the printer. Um. And they're just. I. I hate. I hate printing those because they're like they're like 70 pieces each kit is like 70 pieces so it just takes forever i gotta like dude that's how i met you that uh, is your dc 15 that's so crazy man like i met you before we met i was like that sounds familiar and then i was like oh yeah cool (laughs) tech.badbatch yeah that's a good that's a good man yeah you do good work man i love that i love Um, that blaster so I, i have that on the on the print beds right now but the cool thing that I am so excited for, and she's going to hate me for talking about this on the pod, the thing that I am most excited for, guys, is after all my years in the Legion, my wife is finally 
building her own costume. I won't say what costume it is yet because I won't put her on full blast. But Hmm. um, oh my goodness, guys, it it was just like the costume she chose. It had it's been sitting in front of us, like you know, the opportunity has been sitting in front of us for the last five years. So it it I don't know why it never clicked before, but um, she's excited about it. I am calling in all the favors from all the builders that I know that makes this stuff. So is, is this, is um, this one that goes with a costume that you have that I actually don't know that you've ever trooped in? Yes. I know. Okay. I know what it is then. It's going to be, it's going to be so good. She's perfect for it. Yes. And because she's building it, that is, is prompting me to, it's, it's one of my, like, it's one of my 90% builds. Um, so it, it's causing me to finish the 10% Get of over my the build. edge. Yeah. So we're actually going to have matching nice. costumes now, which is, which is rad. Um, so I don't know, maybe we'll, uh, maybe we'll tease it out a little bit or, um, photo shoot. I don't know. I don't know, but she's, she's excited. I am super stoked. Um, so yeah, that's, uh, that's all on the workbench over here in my house. Cool. That's rad. That's good building, man. Um, I think that's everybody, right? That's all of us? All right, cool. Hey, Echo. We're being hailed. This encryption's new. This might take a while. All right, leading the news this week. I know everybody's wanted to know the answer to this question since this time last week, but for anyone that was curious, chromember.com is still available. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I don't know if I'm excited about that or if I'm disappointed in our listeners for not snatching that up because we left the opportunity wide open for no. y'all and it's just still there. They still are being there. very, very polite and leaving it open for me for okay. when I decide to get it. Okay. Maybe. You're the rightful owner. No, yeah, Dad Bane very, is not, very though. Nice. Dad Bane yeah. has been I, taken. Dad Bane. <laughs> he, he snatched that up, yeah. Wasn't going to let that one slip by. Wow, the show was happening. I did it. Thank you. I've done nothing with it. Posted one picture. <laughs> okay, uh, so uh, Wednesday, October 26th is the uh, premiere date for uh, the Tales of the Jedi show. Uh, so as near as I can tell, all six episodes, three of which circle around Ahsoka and the other three are around uh, a younger Dooku and uh, Qui-Gon. Um, all six episodes drop at the same time. So they're going a little bit Netflix style with this one. Um, Nice. Mm. I don't like that. You you like don't? It. No, I like I I really appreciate the anticipation to wait for shows to come out. I think it's cool. I, I mean, maybe I'm because I'm old and I'm I think old I think because the, like, the, yeah. the format's different on this. They're shorts, so they're not they're not full length episodes, <laughs> and there's only six of them. So I think the whole the whole thing is only maybe a couple hours long total. So yeah, anticipation is good. So. Uh, we've got our first voice cast announcement for Star Wars Young Jedi Adventures. Um, so they've announced that uh, Jamal Avery Jr. and Emma Berman star as Kai Brightstar and Nash Durango. So those are the first two confirmed. Everybody's putting helmets on. I can't. <laughs> for anybody not wa- not watching, every, I'm looking at the stream here and everybody else is wearing a helmet. Well, I guess Crosshair, although he's reaching for something. So maybe. <laughs> I can't do that and talk at the same time. Yeah. You're busy. So, uh, and then we're going to get into something here. I'm going to get an extra thing joined onto. Oh, 
Oh, yes. This is going to be awesome. Okay. Oh, I haven't seen this. All right. So we talked about this last week. <laughs> Steven's story. Everybody's wearing helmets. <laughs> you if, mean you can't if see I, it? If I put one on, I would just sound like this. Nobody would know. I haven't seen this. <laughs> so, so we talked about this a little bit last week. And yes, I did gloss over it because we could easily spend a lot of time digging into some of the details here. Um, this will be one where uh, anybody listening might want to actually pick up on the YouTube stream, which hopefully we'll have uh, in a couple of days. Um, that'll show the video too, along with it. So, um, But we've got the trailer that's for season three of The Mandalorian here. And I'm just going to hit play and I'll hit pause when I think there's something to talk about. If you guys hear something you want me to pause and, and talk about, say so and we'll we'll get into it. This is the one that you saved? You are as its so, so far we're seeing existing season two content. I love that little light on is the- that a, uh, Is that a new pram or pram. is that from season two? Okay, yeah. I thought so. That's a new one with a light. So we see, we see the Mandalorian, like Bo-Katan's ship flying in. Then you are a Mandalorian. Dude, she's back, armor. Oh. Yeah. She's awesome. Yeah. It's that ship. It's so. He's so got sweet. his Naboo fighter flying through an asteroid field. You see, Bo-Katan okay. looks like she's maybe on Mandalore. Chilling in Mando. Custom okay. Mandos. Yep. Yeah, just I wanted to love in here. To go back a hair. And, yeah. So many Mandos. I love it. So I many. Love it. So yeah. we got we got short some trooper, short trooper custom belt. Mandos. Yeah, they're bringing back some short trooper armor. Um, and it's it's so the modern armor, not just the 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 the, the post imperial. Yeah, like the, um, yeah, I like modern I like era. that they're doing a blend. It's not like they're just forgetting that that Boba Fett, Jango Fett style armor existed. You see a blend post- of it. It's it's a mix exactly. of the modern it's and like post imperial. One piece though. You see that? It's like all attached. Yeah, it's combined. That's You're fine. right. There's no spacing between. It is. I think they do that just so that they've got the right fit and, and it wear it wears good yeah. on everybody. Yeah. It looks good though, and it's different than it what we've seen before. And and to see the different pieces and parts is, it's yeah. I mean, we got we got teased of it in the the other seasons, and this is like going all in. So, and I know this might be obvious, but when I was building my my Mando, I didn't realize until I started looking at the details that there's different eras in the Mando armor, and there's spacing, and sometimes it's combined, and then Dinjar and and the whole. Mandalorian opened up a whole new type of armor. I was like, oh my gosh. So I think it's really cool that we're paying yeah. attention to it now. Yeah. And I like that, like I said, that I like that they're they're not pretending that this other stuff didn't exist. They're bringing it forward and showing how the Mandos in the post-imperial era have a mix of newer armor and armor that we're more familiar with. So we see Carl Weathers in, in what looks like a much more developed uh, street of Navarro here. So he is this supposed to be like several years have passed because now he looks like he's in a yeah, prominent position wearing different. He's got some robes on. He's like royalty or something like noble. Yeah, I don't know, like he's yeah. But we know we know that this is Navarro one just because Greek Carga is there. But also we see the IG eleven statue in the back, the fountain statue in the oh. background. You see the leg there standing on top of the uh, the stormtrooper helmet. Mm. The hero of Navarro. Din has a, an R5 droid in the droid socket on the N1. You, 
I noticed that. Yeah. This this scene. Dude, so, come on. Yeah, but I want I want to go back real quick. So we see Bokatan's uh, ship flying over some kind of. It looks like ruins, but the the cityscape underneath there just looks incredible. And then we also see her sitting in Mando. the throne. The throne. So and Gosh. and this room, I mean, it. This doesn't. That's that's the same one. Yeah. Satine and that room. And it's Maul. it's the same room from Clone Wars that we're familiar with. You can tell it's mm-hmm. it's all done. I'm just a live action version of it. Yeah. Here's the Mandos that, that airdrop out of the ship. Did you think Come your dad was the only Mandalorian? More custom Mandos. So we briefly Whoa. saw. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Uh, uh, go go ahead and say what you're going to say because it might be exactly what I'm going to say. We very briefly see, uh, and I forget his name, the scientist guy. That that's not what I was going to say. Oh, okay. Um, mm. But he's in more just like street clothes. He's not in the imperial uniform anymore. So. One of the cloners. Yeah, he worked um, at like the cloning facility. Right. He has got that. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the yeah, dead right yeah, we. That's, that's him. him right there. Yeah. So I, I think we'll be seeing a, a, a revisit back to that original storyline with whatever they wanted Grogu for, theoretically the cloning, right? Oh man, his blood. And uh, right there, yeah, those yeah. guys. Were you going to say something about them? Or uh, that, they, I, that they look like space pirates a bit? Maybe? They, they do. I mean, this is this is season. This is season oh, no. three's version of of uh, the the Kintan Strider gang that we saw in Book of Boba Fett. I mean, yeah. it's oh, not, the, not the same guy. Well, it's not the same guys, but it it's similar. It's very it's uh, out of the same page, right? So this is that dude. kind of gang look, but they're all, but they do like, look a little bit see, Hondo's more gang piratey. I will yeah. say, yeah. and they're not all Hondo's Nikto's, gang. are they? Hondo's That'd crew. be cool. No, just uh, one. Just I one. I think there's two. I see a mix here. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, you never know. Hello, my friends. <laughs> That'd be cool. Yeah. So here's R5. And then earlier we saw an R5 head in the droid socket on the N1. So I'm assuming that and Din ends up with the same R5 that, looks, that was on Tatooine. Yeah. That was on Tatooine all that time, yeah. Oh. Looks like there's more than a bad motivator that's yeah, kind of messed yeah. up. Right She's there. the best, too. Right, Amy Sedaris? What was her I name? I do like her. Sedaris? Sedaris. Yeah. Amy Sedaris. Yeah, yeah. I love the montage of building that that Naboo fighter into what Din's now yeah. driving. Oh, that's She's a, the that's best. A good, yeah. That's a good scene. Oh, and we see, ba- we see Babu Freak. Babu Freak. They're so sick. <laughs> Everybody's gonna do that. How do you not at the same time? <laughs> and then this to me looks like Din's flying over Disneyland at fireworks time. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> rightly so. That's about to Here's the cuteness. Yep. The cuteness. He went from tapping on the glass to now being on his lap. Really, 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 you know, when they blew up the Razor Crest, it was like, oh, that was such Such a cool bummer. Something new. But then to give him the the Naboo fighter, it (laughs) such plays into the Western vibe of like 
a cowboy on his horse. Like he just has this. It's a one seater. It just yeah. it's yeah one and a half whatever. It's it, it's so perfect. It's and it's so it's fan service for us because we get a Nobu fighter, but then it like it makes sense that he has this like. But it's a tricked Steve. out Nabu fighter. Yeah, that's super yeah. fast. Yeah, he's it's so good. He went from having like the perfect soccer mom car with the the, the Razor Crest, and, and he's got a kid, <laughs> and and now he's like having his midlife crisis, and he's got the hot rod, and he got rid of the Razor Crest. You know, so. my my dad when I was gosh like before I could even remember anything as a little boy, my dad had a two eighty oh, Nissan nice. Z, and it's like a two seater yeah. basically. Yeah, and yeah, he would do the same thing with me. Like so, probably illegal and irresponsible <laughs> these days. But I'm just I'm this little kid. Like eh. it's awesome because I don't even think of it like that. I think of it more of like Clint Eastwood, like cowboy and a horse, like traveling. Right? Like I think of it more of the the heavy western vibes that have been in Mandalorian since season one. It just putting him in that new boot fighter just like accentuates that energy. I think it's. Oh, every time I see it, I'm like, it's perfect. It's perfect. They couldn't have done any better. Yeah. So that, I mean, so we've, we've kind of talked through it. Um, it. That's been the best trailer they've put out in a while. Next yeah. to Bad Batch season two. I'm going to rewatch that. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I agree. Good too. And uh, so that is it for the news with the exception of we got to see Andor last Thursday night. So, um, I know, I know John, Stephen, and I were lucky enough to get to go to the premiere, um, kind of normal Hollywood red carpet thing. I mean, we got there, we got our passes. Um, What's that like, guys? Like, can you, can you like, it's, it's long and, and there's a lot of people and and you have to wait in line for hours. It's not as glamorous as it sounds. I mean, you get to do a cool thing, but you have to be there for a long time. And, you know, it's a lot of hurry up and wait. Yeah. 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 Ah, uh, okay. And we we got to walk the red carpet, although we walked the red carpet on this side of the stanchions. On the and right, everyone, yeah. all the cool people were walking the red carpet on the other side of other the stanchions. So it was. <laughs> well, you guys were dressed to impress. Like you guys had, you know, you looked sharp. You weren't wearing costumes, right? Uh, you weren't. You weren't full kitted up. Sort of. Did they have full um, like displays or anything? So they had uh, they had the droid uh, B two. Oh, that's cool. They had the droid there. And uh, they had a lot of different posters kind of down along the wall. And then they had um, two stormtroopers and two death troopers that were positioned around oh, that cool. you could take pictures with. And they did, they, they had the costumes too. They had uh, Cassian's that's, costume. Yes, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. yeah display, like like right? as you walk by it, it um, out in the open. It's what we saw at, at um, same, uh, same San Diego Comic Con, yep. right? Same thing, yeah. same I don't know who those dresses. Okay. The, there was Cassian's costume and a dress that I'm, I'm not familiar with. The dress is Mon Mothma's. Okay, there. We have. I got to yet. go to the um, the Rogue One premiere, and they had a giant X-wing, like in the middle of the red carpet. That was like oh, life size. size. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was pretty insane. And then they had a. Um, they had like a. Was it the same location or was it a different location? It was yeah, same spot. Hollywood, same spot. Although, is it Pantages? It was where do you Pantages. Oh, down the Where do you put that thing? They close the street down. It's all the same. Yeah, they close the street yeah. down. They, they make oh, it like okay. a big. Thing. But they had they had a um a whole like garrison of oh, uh, I didn't death know troopers and stormtroopers walk to like a whole and I think they. 
from our perspective, it's hard to see scale, right? And but you're yeah. there, and so when you're saying you're blocking streets to put all these, I things, mean these okay, these premieres these premieres okay. happen like all the time, and they kind of adapt in the ebbs and flows. And I want to say that when I went to um, when they had the Death Troopers, I want to say they had like basketball guys because they had the big tall dudes. Um, because it's supposed to be yeah, that, Rainey, that, I don't know that if character you supposed that. to be that tall quite a bit ago, but I, I they weren't Legion people. I know that they were. They were definitely uh, some alternative. The the Death Troopers at Rogue One. Yeah, they were not. They were, they were tall. Yeah, they were not Legion people. They were hard. Yeah, they were tall, and they didn't know how to walk in the armor. That was a different story. But <laughs> paid actors. <laughs> but they had a giant full size X wing that I heard was steel too. That was the other thing. Wow. So was not plastic or anything, but. So Stephen and John, what was uh, what was the experience like for you guys? I mean, it was great because we, we got to hang out and and there's a bunch of people that you, you might not have seen in a while, you know, because of COVID and everything. And um, so saw a bunch of friends and uh, the experience itself. I mean, we Stephen and I just sort of walked in. We weren't being rushed or anything. We were kind of on our own, you know, you know, taking our time to check out the costumes and like take pictures with the stormtroopers and. Um, we were like, well, you know, and, and everyone was lined up that was dressed in a costume lined up t- for the stars to come out and, and, you know, sign their stuff or whatever. And we weren't part of that. So we were kind of like, OK, I guess we'll walk in and we, we grabbed a popcorn and a drink and we found our seats and just kind of waited. And, you know, I, super fun. Uh, the, I, I like these smaller, intimate, you know, it was like a small theater, you know. Yeah, so, it was at the El Capitan. Yeah, the El Capitan. Um yeah, I mean, and we were kind of, I, I, my row was like B, so I was the second row, and I was kind of like, Ugh. like my neck was, yeah, so my neck was a little sore at the end of that, um, but it was fun, yeah. I had a lot of fun. I don't often get to go to these Disney premieres or these, you know, like all these Hollywood premieres, like um, like all the Disney stuff and, and the Marvel stuff and, and all that, but, um, you know, I just feel very blessed and fortunate to be able to be invited to these things because, um, you know, it's not necessarily what, what any of us really set out to do when we join, uh, the costume groups. Um, but you know, it's, it's a nice, um, it's a nice perk, uh, to be able to be invited to these things. Um, I, I, I do like really try and remain professional and respectful when I go, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to be the crazy yeah. fan. That's like screaming at the actors and stuff, that's but what they want though. Um, you know. <laughs> not from the 501st or yeah. not from, you, you had, know, a, the you had a sport coat on. So you were official, but they, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I, I did find the opportunity to, um, thank, uh, Diego Luna for continuing to, uh, continue the story. Uh, and the character of, of Cassie and Andor. Um, and then I was able to um, do the same thing with uh, Tony Gilroy. Um, but what was really cool is because, you know, everybody in the crowd, they're going towards Cassie and Andor. They're going towards <laughs> the actors and the talent. Um, and there wasn't really anyone talking to Tony Gilroy. So I got to actually like have a, a conversation with him, nice. um, you know, which yeah, that's, it, it'll remain private. It, it's not something sure. that I'll just, then, yeah. you know, talk about, but, but that's kind of cool that you had that moment, right? It, 
my my impression of Tony Gilroy up until that point was that he's kind of like a his personality is very rough and that he's kind of an abrasive individual just based on previous interviews that I've seen of him. Um, but, you know, talking personally to him, he's very like, he's really into, he's, he's been known to, to, to say before that he's not into star Wars. No, like that dude, he's a nerd, just like the rest of us, you know, the stuff that he was talking to me about it, it, it made he knew me, details. He knew. He yeah. Knew. Yeah. It, it made me feel, um, it made me feel assured that, you know, that, that part of the universe is in good hands. Nice. Good. Awesome. So, you know, it was just like my little, my little, uh, tidbit of the night, which was my and little slice of the experience. Steven, that's true. A lot of people went like straight to, uh, Diego. I, I went straight to Adria Arjona. I was of like, course oh, you did. you did a, you know, in Spanish. And I was, and I actually did say hi to Diego Luna as he walked by just quickly in Spanish. I was, but you're like, yeah, 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 yeah whatever. Like, well, he, he got kind of rushed away as, as, as uh, they I have been waiting at this premiere since I was six years old. <laughs> no, yeah. But I, I said hi to both of them really quick in Spanish. And that was it. Um, I think although, although the premiere was cool, um, you know, watching, obviously watching brand new Star Wars content before it's even released is, is an amazing yeah. experience. Yeah. But ultimately, I think that my favorite part was having yes. Korean barbecue uh, at the end of the evening with my friends. I don't know. I, I heard the meat sweats <laughs> worth kind of it. took it worth a different it. direction. No, it did not. The direction was always forward. <laughs> Never turned back. Forward out the back. <laughs> so. I've never experienced like uh, getting drunk off of meat. <laughs> but that's exactly how I felt. Creative yeah, we, overdose. The next day we were like, man, I don't uh, like, oh, like I kind of, I'm a little nauseous. Like, like <laughs> it was, oh, it was like yeah, the excess meat we ate. Yeah. <laughs> so it was worth it though. It was so good. I, I didn't go to the <laughs> premiere, but uh, like I said, I went to the Rogue One premiere and it was funny because I was like on the red carpet, like all the, you know, all the actors are coming through and it was Diego and it was, uh, what's her name? Uh, Felicity, Felicity Jones. Everyone, I was like, ah, oh, whatever, whatever. And then, like, Bill Nye, the science guy, came down. <laughs> like, and oh! Levi, at that time, Levi loved Bill Nye. And I was like, Bill Nye, yeah, like taking a picture. No one else I cared about. Look at my bow tie. Look I just want to take a picture of him for Levi. <laughs> That's awesome. And I didn't have meat sweats after either. So Those are worth it. But so worth it. I would have liked them, but no meat sweats. Uh, John, when you hit when you hit four something, and Steven, when you hit four something, meaning your age. Forty something? You're gonna yeah. Yes, you're gonna start preparing for those moments where you're gonna enjoy yourself, but you're gonna have at your nightstand Alka Seltzer or Tums or something ready within within reach. So you don't have to get up. I've never because, needed anything like that. Because I'm you're not forty something yet. I'm <laughs> How telling close you. do I need to get? I know. Easy. Easy. When you, relax. Dude. It's I'm telling you. When I was thirty six, I was in my prime, bro. Once you hit forty, it just Damn. goes straight I, south. I've it's, been going down change. for a while now, so it's fine. <laughs> that's awesome man nothing like good food and a good food that's that's awesome Dude, to hang out at the end of a, so of a it really was really night. i don't have that here Mm-mm. no koreans out there huh? anywhere mm. actually okay so this this brings up a good topic because 
since we've started this podcast, we haven't had any new Star Wars media come out. Yeah, this and is so it. this is so Andor is the first yep. opportunity. So you know, um, our listeners know that we record on Wednesdays. New Star Wars media comes out on Wednesdays. They just dropped three episodes yeah. of Andor. Um, we're not going to be here to spoil anything for every anybody. We're not going to be a spoiler show. Um, so we'll always give anybody um, some time. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll give you guys some some times and some fair warnings before we do. Um, however, this evening I do want to talk about at least episode one of Andor, non-spoiler. Um, and I just want to get everybody's reactions to this new type of show to Star Wars. And and what do you guys think? The first thing that came to mind, just from looking at the previews, right, which everybody's seen, the trailers. I mean, it's preparing you for grit. And that word grit is is exactly how I would describe the feeling. Um, it When you watch Star Wars, you're, I mean, it's... There's uh, there's there's humor baked in. There's there's a flow to it, and it's very George Lucas, right? If you look at anything he's done before Star Wars, whether it was you know American Graffiti and whatnot, he had a certain way of telling stories. And then you've had these new directors come in and tell different versions of his massive story. This is in a direction we've never been, uh, at, at least in storytelling. And I'm a hundred percent for it. I I would say if I had young ones. I'd be <laughs> as a parent, as a dad, um, I'm going to watch this late in the evening. I'm going to be very cautious with with um, who's present. And it's not like gory. And I don't want to paint that picture. It's it's just adult themes. I, and, I, ab- and- I, I absolutely agree. I, I, I don't want to I don't I'm sorry. I don't mean to interrupt you. But oh, you're yeah, good. Go ahead. The, the the show, you know, a lot of the a lot of the Internet chatter right now is that it's boring. And wow, uh, what? Yeah, and 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 what oh. I what I think is that Mm-mm. when you say a, when you mentioned adult themed, I think it's just because it's 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 intellectual dialogue. Yeah, it's not just mm. action, 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 action. Dude, yeah. the visuals are beautiful. I mean, the colors, the slow the, burn, the layers. There's so much to look at. You don't even have to listen to it. I, I, I mean, in fact, I'm. You could probably just have it on and just just watch it visually, and it's beautiful. It, it has Star Wars written all over it, just from the visual side. But the pace and the topics, I mean, uh, as as adults, you know, there's there's certain times when adults get together and there's kids around, and you say, "Hey, uh, kids, you need to leave. Adults are talking here. This is <laughs> this is adults talking in this in this um, in these episodes." Yeah, this is this is my mom and dad's Star Wars. Like they they get to watch it and they can put it in their rotation of CSI and <laughs> yeah. and the Americans and and then now they can have Andor. Also, oh, that's good. Uh, yeah, I'm all, I'm all in. I've only seen in one episode though, but it's it's. I'm in the same boat as Joe. Uh, squeeze in one episode this afternoon uh, when Levi got home from school. Uh, it's it's like no other Star Wars that we've seen. It's very, um, I mean, three minutes into it, just visually the sets and the costumes and just the, just the like energy and vibe that comes out of it. You're like, oh, okay, this is different. This is, this is different Star Wars, um, which I think is really cool. And much like I think Joe talked about before how, you know, 
in Star Wars, A New Hope, how Obi-Wan just says, you know, some a comment about the Clone Wars. And then this whole thing like opens up. We had this little bit of Cassian Andor in Rogue One where he said, you know, I've done things and whatever. And I've been in this since I was six years old. One episode, we have this giant story that's starting to evolve. Um, And what they've already said, they're working on a second season. Like, it's cool that we can have cartoon Star Wars, serious cartoon Star Wars, kid versions of movies, adult versions of movies, adult TV show. I mean, it's just like we're, we're sp- the stories are spreading across the gamut. Um, and I am <clears throat> the one episode, the family and I watched it and we were in. And, you know, like Joe was saying about the kids, like I, I'd say it's younger kids and I don't know where to rate it because, you know, <laughs> There's some kids yeah. you see they're eight and they're watching Deadpool. So I don't know, but like, but <laughs> that's where the parents yeah. have to come in and step in. Yeah, and it depends that, on right? you. You yeah, it depends on that. what your kid is seeing. In my, in my household, it probably would have been like 12 before Levi would have been interested in probably what she's watching. Now she's, you know, she's 15. She's stoked on it. Um, but yeah, so far one episode, I'm giving it the models, all of them. <laughs> you know, I think it's interesting because I, I was I was rewatching um, the Obi Wan Kenobi Return of Return, the, Je- the Return of the a Jedi's Jedi Return, something like that. Yeah, yeah the the documentary for the Obi Wan show, and there's a there's a part in there where you and McGregor is talking about how when the prequels first came out, you know. Critics were just bashing it. Everybody was bashing it. But for the kids at the time, for the little children at the time that were watching it, this was their Star Wars. And and part of the reason that he came back to revisit the role of Obi-Wan for the show, w- the main reason was for those kids. Because now that those kids, back in 2002, you know, 20 years later, they've grown up and he's making a show for them. And I was thinking about that as he was saying it. And I was thinking that, you know, Andor, this is the Star Wars for the children who saw Star Wars in the 70s and the 80s who have grown up with 100%. it. 100%. Right? They've grown, up, they've grown up with the franchise. And now they're in their 40s and their 50s. And now this is something that, that they can find uh, interest in because it is more of the adult storytelling and I, I absolutely, Brian. I, I think that it's, it's definitely going into a, in, in a way where you can have Tales of the Jedi, you can have um, whatever that 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 toddler Jedi show that that animated show that that's we'll coming out too. that John that was we'll talking about. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. absolutely will watch. You know, yeah, it's um, content. And we and, and when we say adult, it's not like adult like graphic. It's just. It's like espionage and it's, it's like these, yeah. it's like the, the, the things that had to happen for the other movies to take place that never really get dived into. And that's what Rogue One was so awesome about, you know, there's a quote, there's a quote in the Andor trailer where Saw Gerrera says, let's call it war. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> that sums yeah. it up. Cause that's what this totally. is. Yeah. Yeah. Like you could feel the tension. It was very tense. Um, Because right away, yeah, like right away he walks in and there's already trouble, essentially. You know, there's crap. There's these, you know, these people. Shady. 
Yeah, and as soon as he walks out, more trouble. And then the thing happens, and then he goes back, and he's basically trying to cover his tracks the whole time, you know, w- without giving away too much. And it was just you could feel the tension, and it 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 didn't. It, while while it obviously felt like Star Wars, it also felt like something else. You know, we also got some Blade Runner vibes in that that opening, uh, you know, se- section segment. It's the backstory um, to Rogue One, right? It. Like a little bit of Tron yeah. legacy too. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, and I just liked that you could like because it was the tension that kept me kind of like, oh my god, what's going to happen next? Like, it, oh my god, this happened now. Now you know. I, shoot, I, I know we can't spoil <laughs> anything, your seat. so I can't express myself. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 exactly. I, I guess you're trying to find you, the words. Yeah, yeah, but it keeps you uh, focused on it because you, it's kind of like, oh, what, yeah. what happens next? And, you know, it, for me, it grabbed my attention a lot, and I liked that. It was good. You don't want to blink. Yeah, you, yeah, you, you don't, don't want to blink. Well, and yeah, also too, down, as costumers too, like we always are, like. And then I always loved it. Dude, there was so much texture in those Lots costumes. of texture. I, I was just going to say that. Lots of textures. Oh, jacket. The, the jacket especially. What? There's so much on gloves. it. Gloves. Yeah. Like, it's just... <laughs> so Everything. All so the colors. The hard hats. I mean, yeah. You, 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 talk about, you talk about the tension. And it's like, this is, I think it's, it's, it's perfectly Tony Gilroy, right? So, Born Identity. The whole Born... Yeah. Uh, series um you know bait um let's see what else has he done he's it has spy feel michael clayton duplicity state of play it's so intellectual it's it reminds me of before when before uh the winter soldier came out how everybody was like oh it's gonna be a marvel spy movie this is this is it this is the star wars it's it's definitely a departure and it goes back to what we talked about on the the other thing we recorded he when he came out on stage he literally like they thanked all of the cast members and everything but but then he had the opportunity he thanked disney for taking a chance on this right like i was very yeah. surprised at the content yeah. <laughs> the gamble yeah big Good gamble. gamble it's totally a show that i would expect to find on hbo or mm-hmm. hulu mm-hmm. um i mean just visually uh you know, yeah, Netflix visually <laughs> everything it, but Disney. <laughs> yeah, visually it doesn't look like Disney Plus. It doesn't look like any of the Disney Plus shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Content wise, it doesn't look like. It reminds me of like Daredevil on Netflix. Yeah. When you said um, that that he did a uh, uh, Born Identity, I I could hear Moby Extreme Ways that song that theme song playing in the background. I mean, it just it just fits the vibe of yeah. It, it fits. It so fits. the other the other shows that we've seen on Disney Plus, the Star Wars shows, were all done in uh, Manhattan Beach Studios on on the volume. Um, there were some there were some real sets like like in Tatooine was was a practical set for uh, Obi Wan, for example. And um, but this one was all shot in in Pinewood Studios in the UK. Um, wow. It was it was there's not there's no volume there. This was all done practical and with sets. Set. And on wow. and on locations. That's why it looks so cool. Do, yeah. Do you guys think that that trans mm-hmm. that that made a difference and translated? Hundred percent. Yeah. That opening scene. Yeah. I didn't know that, but it had a yeah, depth. It's to it's it. all practical. And, and there's there's no. I mean, look, the vo- what they yeah. can do with the volume is amazing, um, and and it absolutely makes good on what Lucas wanted. You know, all those years ago when he wanted to do Star Wars TV, but didn't have a way to do it on budget. This makes that possible. 
but it it's still i mean it's still a video game engine and it's still cgi and um you know what it what it can do is amazing but it it doesn't doesn't quite compete with the practical effects that we get yeah it's not the real thing pretty quality i'll say one episode in so i mean if that's setting the tone i mean they're (laughs) i'm watching more tonight as soon as we're done here yeah. I'm gonna watch at least one more to catch up over the next couple days. <laughs> so, so what we'll do is, um, I think if you guys, if you guys uh, agree to this, I think that maybe next week we can do a full spoiler review for episodes one through three, um, and then we can do a non-spoiler review for four. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, sure, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, maybe we can do yeah. the, and then you know, on the new Star Wars shows that come out uh, from here on out, we'll probably do the same thing um unless it's bad batch uh, yeah. full spoilers yeah. on bad batch All rules go out the door <laughs> yeah bad batch no excuses <laughs> yeah yeah stand by <laughs> all right guys well Ramy, thank you for all the news updates that was uh jam-packed for your information the stinger of a yalvik queen is a delicacy on some planets I just watched that scene and they said that in all fairness, they were trying to mate with us all randomly. or something like that. <laughs> I was like, what? And then he busts out that line. <laughs> Go back and look at it. <laughs> oh man. The scenes. Yeah. yeah so uh, I asked the, the listeners, there are at least like 20 great questions when I asked, and I know uh, from the dad batch, uh, pod, Instagram, a bunch of questions came pouring in as well. So uh, thank you so much for doing that. And you you all delivered. So I, I have at least two questions uh, that I pulled from. And this first one came from Miss Sophia uh, WQ, I believe. And, um, and this is for you all, Batchers. What Star Wars character do you relate to the most? Relate two that's deep (laughs) Uh, i think uh kanan jarrus for me okay now what is it that makes that connection um well he uh hmm, how do i explain this he went through some adversity (laughs) in his life between having to escape the, uh, uh, you know, Order sixty six and all that going on, and uh, mm-hmm. him, 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 basically becoming disabled. Um, uh, not that I'm, I'm not disabled in, in any way like that. Obviously, I'm not, you know, um, impaired. But um, I, I've, I've gone through a couple things in my life uh, where I thought I was dead and came back from it. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how deep we should get into this, but uh, yeah, yeah, n- yeah, n- nothing crazy. I mean, sort of crazy, but whatever. When I was eleven, I got run over by a car, like pretty gnarly. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not something I really ever bring up, really. Yeah, but it, it was, it was. Uh, well, yeah. yeah, it was really gnarly, and I mean, I came out all mangled, and uh, I, I recovered. Um, so that's kind of like you know, he he lost his vision and found a way around it. Not you know, and what I went through was not necessary. Obviously, it's not that. It's not that, but um, still heavy uh, though, man. It's heavy. Yeah, what you went through. 
Um, no, but um, but yeah, that's that's my answer, I guess. Without I appreciate that. Thank you for sharing that, John. Yeah. I mean, that, it is a heavy question, but you know, thank you for sharing. I appreciate that. Right. Yeah, trying trying to find a way to relate to him. I like him a lot. He's a good Jedi. That's yeah. awesome. Well, thank you. I'm trying to think through the the possibilities. It's not you know the character that you relate to. It's not necessarily the one you think is the coolest or the one that you've got the costume of. I, I in my head, I keep kind of coming back to Han Solo. Um, and I'm not hmm. sure I can entirely put my finger on why. I mean, it. so like if it, in The Force Awakens, I mean, Han is clearly willing to do anything for, you know, the love of his son, um, even though he gets... Even, even, and that's a that's an evolved Han. Yeah, right? there's so that's, much growth there, right? Because, you know, when you're, when you're young and you're first having kids, you don't, you're not, nobody's ever, nobody's ever really ready <laughs> for what parenthood brings but uh but and and han and you know both between what we know in the films of his character but just and then what they've gotten into in the books like he was not ready to be a dad um and then but but then we see all of that growth in him when he's willing to do anything even you know his take his own life for for his son because he knows that that'll that'll move his son in the right direction the sacrifice yeah Wow, I was not expecting this question to go so deep. Dude, this wow. is tough because there's like you, you think you're like, oh, well, I'm gonna say um whatever. Like, yeah, well, I'm like, Darth Vader. Like I said, it's not, it's not the, the, the answer. Yeah, the answer is not going to be the guy with the cool costume or, or yeah. Like, so like, yeah, like so that's for me when I'm it's usually to, like, a sad think story. about it. It's not even sad, but I, when I think about it, I'm like, okay. And I'm and of course I'm just going through the main characters of anything to try to think. Sure. And I would say Finn, just because he's trying to hmm. get away from bad things and just be a part of good oh, things. Wow. And then also uh, uh desire to be accepted, right? And to be a part of something bad which is what he was a part of. Not that I was ever a part of anything bad, but just like just wanting to be on the right side and looking for that acceptance. But yeah, that's kind of a weird one. That was a weird one, but no, I like it, dude. I like that answer. I mean, this is cool. What I love about this podcast, man, is, is the secondary effect of us learning about each other from a different lens. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, Mm -hmm. we talk about costumes and we talk about all kinds of really cool things all the time, but this is a, this is a yeah. cool direction. Hmm. Yeah. I, I kind of felt, uh, you know, I, I, I gave it a lot of thought and then, and then I was like, Oh, Raimi said Han Solo. You That's can what say I was it too. Say. But com- yeah, it can, it can be com- Han Solo, but completely for, I, I was, I, I say Han Solo, but for completely different reasons. So, so, um, in my, I, in my younger life, um, I, I did, anything I could to um, let me see. How do I say this? Um, I was much like Han Solo where I was just uh, doing anything I could to you're hustling. (laughs) Yeah, I was, I was hustling for sure. Um, And I mean, talk about scum and villainy. I had, I had no consideration for, the the things the things that I was doing in order to get like a sale done, 
or, you know, to. <clears throat> Don't throw yourself under the bus, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. But then, you know, much like Han Solo found a greater calling with, you know, the rebellion and, and uh, with Princess Leia, that kind of happened to me too. And it's weird how it just, your whole perspective on life can change so fast. What's awesome is the redemption of him when he, he gets that and it surprises everybody. I'm going to lead the assault on Endor. I'm, <laughs> I, I'm going to take, I'm not leaving. I, I found my purpose. I found my tribe. Well, what's Daisy Ridley saying? I have the smuggler. Some- no, yeah. the war hero or whatever, <laughs> yeah. the general, whatever it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was uh, total, totally a smuggler. <laughs> totally. Um, very, uh, uh, <laughs> space pirate space pirate yeah yeah I, and also at a certain age at a certain age i mean we're we're all like that at some point you know so i get it but um those, no, good question joe, joe didn't are, answer those smuggler good. skills still come in handy occasionally steven these aren't the droids you're looking for <laughs> <laughs> yeah what's your answer joe what's your answer um <laughs> we already know this so uh what, 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 would you, what is it what is it <laughs> Bendu. Bendu, yeah. It is Bendu now. Um, it was, so I had a chance to look at this question. That's why I was kind no, of, that's you know, true. call it that's cheating, true. whatever. I had access to it. So Cheater. in my real world, like tech was kind of what I used to do, but that's just what I have. <laughs> I'm not like him at all, as, as you guys know. Uh, but um, but the first character that, come to, that came to mind was Waxer, which is why I chose him. Um, if you follow the Ryloth, story of these two guys Boyle and waxer going through this battle torn village and they stumble across this little girl numa man that hit home so close because that's happened to me in real life and and um i'm kind of a pushover when it comes to kids uh, like they can they they win me over like what do you want what, what I, here have it you know um and um and they're so innocent and they have no idea uh, just the way they see the world and the way we view the world and screw things up as adults. That, that was an immediate correlation. Um, but I found like now, and, 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 and I'm still not, I wouldn't consider myself wise at all, but I've definitely grown a ton since I've left that world behind me. And I, I find myself as the Bendu, which I love that character so much. When you watch, when you watch Rebels, if those of you that are Rebels haters, I would ask you to consider trying it again that's it i'm not gonna you know that's it and there's these there's this really cool characters in this guy he uh he's kind of like you know what good bad evil i'm above it all right and so i'll, I'll hear fighting online from people hating on certain star wars content or certain styles of costume building whatnot like you know what it's whatever get over yourselves i'm that's at least that's in my mind I don't. I don't say that, but in my mind, I'm thinking you should. that. Right. <laughs> John. So yeah, I would say I'm closer to the Bendu Balanced. today. Balanced. Yeah. Cool. Balanced. But I'm willing to stand up and become a big thunderstorm and you know mess with Thrawn a little bit. <laughs> no big deal. Spoiler alert. Um. Yeah. So, dude, thank guys. Thank you so much for. Uh, that's a heavy freaking question. Thank you so much, Miss Sophia. That was a good one. You thank too. you. Yeah, that was deep. Yeah, very cool. Uh, this is actually something the a, a tip 
as as costume builders, as costume wearers, those that troop and wear these things for hours on end, as someone looking to cosplay, so somebody who's not into it at all, they're just kind of, it's the unknown. How can you keep your kit um, from feeling so heavy? Because um, I think they're, they see... They they probably they probably see some of us like sweating when we take off our buckets, just like pouring sweat, and I, I can see why that would kind of set people off in a negative way, or in a bad way, I should say, of of you know being cautious with it. So, I guess what would be your tips or advice when I when I was building costumes before the costuming clubs, it was just it was for my love for the character, and it was whatever could get the job done. So I've done mm. Ghostbusters proton packs out of cardboard and wood. I've done costumes out of foam and cardboard. Um, and when, when costuming is y- your, your priority, when the character is your priority, comfort is your priority. So use whatever materials you can cardboard foam. Um, you know, we, we, my, my, my wife uh, did a T 1000 costume with the eye blown out and all the bullet holes. And she made all of that stuff out of Crayola paper foam. So it's like, it's huh. sculpt, it's wow. sculpable foam, but uh, I'm sorry, paper clay. It's, it's sculpable clay, but when it dries, it's as light as paper. Um, you know, just uh, stuff like that. Um, you know, yeah, just whatever you can do, go to Michael's, go to Joanne's and, and, Whatever, you know, you got to experiment. You got to like, you got to be creative and whatever is comfortable. I think that's the key word right there is come make it comfortable. And, and that's not always the same as making it look perfect. There's, there's a little bit of, so, I mean, look, I'm going to, I'm going to tell on myself here. Right. And, and when, when we're working on somebody's TK, there is a point in the build where we're saying, this is, you're going to, we're going to take your pictures and this is how you're going to submit. And we're going to submit this TK. And then as soon as it's approved, we're going to come back and we're going to keep working on it and we're going to make it comfortable because making it pass for approval and making it comfortable are not always the same thing. Um, and that's not to say that we're trashing it and making it not look like a TK anymore, but there are like, you, you need to go no, through and looks, like, yeah, kind of trim out the butt a little bit and trim out the back of the legs and be able to, so that you can really move around. And, and as soon as you can move around, and it goes to some of the other stuff that we had, cause we had a similar question a few weeks ago. Um, and, and, you know, Brian was just like, wear it, but that's really it. It's like, you've got to wear it. You've got to get familiar with it. You've got to figure out what adjustments do I need to make to it so that I can live in this thing. And, and, and then you're having fun, which also takes your mind off of the fact that it might be pin- pinching you somewhere or whatever. And so there's just a lot of things that you can do to kind of make it physically comfortable, but then also you know, mentally something that you're enjoying so that it takes your mind off of any discomfort that it still puts on you. Cause there's some things you're just not going to get rid of. It's going to get hot. It's going to, you know, if, if you've got like a big backpack, sometimes that is going to be heavy and there's not necessarily anything you can do about it. But if you're having, if you're having fun yeah. and it's otherwise comfortable, you can deal with some of those things. Be- being mm. awesome is hard. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. said that say last time. Dude, time. That's not advice. It is advice. <laughs> I, you want to be you you're saying be, deal with you it you want to be a, a pro basketball player like you don't just snap your fingers and you're it it takes work you know what i mean and, ju- and just like you're saying like costuming it's just trial and error and i think what uh, star spangled comet who was just on 
the armor party, armor party, Hondo supply. Um, she talked about her just love of a character and just doing it however she wanted to do it or however she knew she could do it, how she could figure it out because that's just what she wanted to do. Google, YouTube, Instagram, and just do it. That's literally, that's all it is, just doing it. Like, because you can't go from A to Z without going through the whole alphabet. You have to go through the whole alphabet. Well, I've... I've even seen, I've been on troops with you as your Vader where you've made like modifications literally while suited up. Like you've, you've trooped in it as Vader. You got, you know, you got dressed up and then you took a break because you were like, nah, this doesn't feel right. I'm, I'm tired of it. Let me fix this right here and right now. And we've slapped on Velcro and we've manipulated things for the comfort. And you know what? When you get back out, out out there to the troop, you still look like Vader. But it's just more of an internal thing. But yeah, it's yeah, you got to do it. I would I would ask questions like whoever, whoever are your favorite cosplayers or 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 um, content creators or whatever that make costumes and stuff. Ask questions, send send them questions or 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 uh, ask on their YouTube's if they if they do tutorials and stuff if you if you're still not sure about something or you're not getting one specific thing just uh, definitely um, ask and the worst that could happen is maybe they don't reply or maybe they say you know I, I spent a lot of time doing it you know I don't know if someone doesn't give you the answer someone else might so don't be afraid to ask questions and um, facts you know that's it that's it. Yeah, right. 100%. You know? Yeah. 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 So I, I, everything you all said, I don't really have anything to add, but just to kind of summarize what I heard is sometimes, you know, um, <laughs> oh, dude, she's so cute. Yeah, baby. Um, wear it. There might be, uh, there's going to be definitely things when you, that you figure out in the process of wearing it, uh, pinching or, or ways to make things lighter, adjustments. Uh, so you might very well have a version two or version three of that build. Now here's the other baby coming in. Yeah, my nice. my X-wing pilot. Oh, that's cute. Is it wearing orange? Yeah, she's wearing. That's he's wearing awesome. an X-wing pilot. Rebel orange. Oh crap. And then um, close. Yeah. And then at the end of the day, there's there's some sacrifice that that we I think we all it goes along with it. Like you know, and, and I'm not going to say it the way Brian said it, although he, what he said is right. Um. To look the role, to look the proper way, you're you sometimes kind of suffer a little bit. Like I know, I know, I get some serious headaches from wearing this helmet on my head, pushing in on my forehead. Sometimes, if I'm wearing a certain helmet, it's pushing on my nose, and I can pat it all I want, but it's but still you look squeezing. Awesome. <laughs> and and you know what fuels it, Brian? You said it last time um, we were talking about this. The reaction from people and and playing the role, playing the part, takes away from yeah. the pain and kind of it's kind of a distraction from the uh, this. Yeah, this and I was going to add. So there's a with with dressing up in a costume. There's a degree of anonymity that you get that that honestly helps you mm-hmm. overcome the anxiety that you might have that would have otherwise made you nervous about doing something like that. And and even if it's not like a helmeted costume, like I you know I'll do. Darth Maul and full face me. I, I have walked up and interacted with people who I work with at my company, and they they didn't know it was they me until I said something. <laughs> like like I, I was I, we were, I was at WonderCon and Darth Maul, and uh, you you might have been with me, Brian, or, or I, I was on my way to or from Tori's 
place. It was that that year at, at WonderCon. And I ran yeah. into, you know, I hear I hear a mom saying, Oh, Sammy, look, it's Darth Maul, it's your favorite character. And that and so I I crouch down and I'm talking to the kid and everything and that and I and I look up and I realize that his dad is one of my coworkers <laughs> who has not figured out who I am and that. And so so in my best Darth Maul voice, I I say to the kid, I'm like, So what would you think your dad would say if he realized he worked with Darth Maul? And the guy like kind of looked and he sort of squinted his eyes and that and just you saw the light. She's like, <gasps> and, and so like even and, and put a helmet on and it's even more. And so there's, you yeah. can kind of have fun and almost you feel empowered to do some things that you normally wouldn't be, you know, on character for you because there's this level of anonymity in the costume and that makes it fun. If you, if you take, if my wife takes me to a nightclub, I am, I'm like scared of the dance floor, put a scout, put a scout trooper costume on me and I'm leading everyone <laughs> dance, on a stupid shuffle. He'll dance I'm so like, far <laughs> until he blows his knee out. <laughs> Baby, don't hate me. I think that's why. I think no, that's why. Um, I think the, cl- the the costuming clubs too, and then and just people that gravitate towards cosplay in general. They might, in a, a normal social situation, they might be kind of awkward. And I've actually met people in the community that are very, you know, secluded and and uh, introverted. Right, that's the word. Yeah. Um, but then when they're in the yeah. costume, it's like it changes everything. Um, it's like you're a different. It's like an it's like alter ego, person, especially when you have a helmet on too. It's like you know, it's like people that wear sunglasses all the time. It's like well, you can't see my eyes, so you can't. You know, it's just a, it's a different thing. And then <laughs> and then once you learn, the good thing too is, if you learn to be comfortable with the helmet on, what's the difference if you have it off? So maybe it helps you open up and be a little bit more outgoing without it. I would ag- hope I would agree with that. <laughs> At least with the folks who you know you share that common bond with, right? Like the yeah. the other troopers and stuff. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And I would say if the costumes going going back to the question, making it light, if it's really heavy and it's just is what it is, it, interact with people. Like once you see them smile and you interact with people, yeah. don't stand off on the side and just stand that's, there. Like become the character. The interact worst is when you just have to stand there at tr- even at events too, where they want you to stand in front of a certain thing. Man, I'm always luckily I'm always usually Vader, and I just want to walk around. I'll just pace, yeah. pace, pace. <laughs> it's a different, it's a different vibe, and you for, you forget. Honestly, you you just don't realize that it is yeah. kind of heavy and it's uncomfortable. You yeah. just have fun. Have fun. Who sent you. in uh, that question, Tech? That was Wayward underscore Vod. So thank you so much for those questions. So many good questions, but those are two good ones. Republic Empire. What's the difference? Conversation. We normally don't work with regs. How you doing, Brian? Not much of a conversationalist. (laughs) I just watched season seven just a minute ago, so... That was it. <laughs> That's all I got. Hey, he's, he's on point with the character. <laughs> That's all I got today. <laughs> <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha
Well, that pretty much does it for episode eight, guys. Thank you for listening to us. If you like what we do, give us a good review on your podcast app. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. We got a lot of stuff growing there. You can email us questions at dadbatchpod at gmail.com. Go on Instagram. You can follow me, stevie.kicks. John, where can people find you? At Alpha Ignition. Joe, where can people find you? Tech.badbatch. Brian. Dad.bane. I only have 39 followers. Can we can we get this up a little bit more here? Dang. Dad Bane. I got one picture. Go, everybody go follow dad.bane. Dad.bane. Bring me, where can people find you? The dadbatch.com. That's it. Thank you again, everybody, for listening to the Dad Batch podcast. And until next time, enjoy your spice responsibly. I love Chrome.